Disclaimer. This podcast is designed to give a bit of light relief from your day. Our aim is to bring a little bit of joy into your lives through talking about our own personal experiences, and we hope that you can relate to some of the amusing discussions we have. We also hope to bring some awareness to the mental health struggles of adults across the globe and do this by once again talking about our own experiences. While neither of us are trained professionals, we would like to make it clear that any discussion we have is based around our own thoughts and feelings and are no basis for your own approach to mental health. If you or someone you know is currently experiencing issues with mental health, we urge you to seek professional advice. With that said, we hope you enjoy this episode. Warning, this episode contains sexual references. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome. Hello, welcome. To season one, episode one of Lady B's High, High Tea. tea. <laughs> we probably should have practiced that before, so it sounded a little bit more like we we're in, in sync. But um, something to work on, as I say, season one, episode one. So yeah, welcome to, uh, to those who have decided to tune in. Here we are. January 1st of 2024, we'll take this opportunity to introduce ourselves. So I'm, I'm going to let you go first. Well, I'm Lady B, Heather Booth. Uh, anything else you'd like to say <laughs> about yourself? Nope. <laughs> nope, just that. Uh, okay, well, I'm, I'm Leo Cox. Yeah, one one half of of Lady B's high tea. However, you've obviously been the more dominant sort of force here involved in in this podcast, and so that's why we've adopted your name for the podcast. Even though you set up the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have the time to teach you how to computer to that kind of level. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I I just kind of went went ahead in that. So. Well, I, I, I tell you what, should we, should we just, we'll just talk a little bit about ourselves. I'm Leo. I'm 39, originally from the UK, now living in Australia. No? Your turn. <laughs> um, I'm also from the UK, Cornwall, beautiful little Cornwall, and lived on the sunny coast for the past six years um but previous to that we were sydney northern beaches and um yeah i'm 40 years old and that's it that's it we also have we should mention that we also have another member of the family who is a little four-year-old daughter who for the purposes of this podcast, will go under the nickname Bert, which obviously sounds like a, a beautiful name for a, <laughs> a little four-year-old blonde, blue-eyed um, girl. Yeah, yeah. So um, she will be known as as Bert moving forward. Let's let's maybe kick off with um, where the name comes from. And I feel, as you are Lady B, perhaps. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll just throw to you on this one, and 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 let you and let you take it away. Let you tell the story. So, Lady B, this comes about from when I was working in a restaurant in Cornwall, and I was behind the bar, um, helping to create some of the cocktails for the cocktail list, and um, I was making a elderflower cordial at home. Uh, picking the elderflowers in the countryside and um, making my own cordial. And then we thought we could use that in one of the cocktails for the summer holidays. So I um, took some into work and then we thought, hmm, Earl Grey tea and gin. Hmm, bit of lemon juice. Oh, what can it be called? And um, we came up, well, one of the guys I was working with came up with the name 
Lady B's High Tea. Um, and that's how it came about. Beautiful. Very nice. Very tasty. <laughs> uh, the other reason or the other part to it is that, um, you know, the, the younger generation these days, when they're having a bit of a, a catch-up and a gossip, um, they say, oh, yeah, spill the tea. So, you know, we're trying to uh, really rope in that, that younger generation because, uh, yeah, we're, we're so cool and, and hip and that sort of thing as well. To allow the listeners to get to know us a little bit better and to show how much we actually know about each other, we've come up with a bit of a game. Game. I'm glad you're happy about that. I'm going to ask you a question about me. So, like, what's my favorite this? What's my top five that? And then, yeah, we're gonna we'll we'll flip it and we'll do do the other person. Okay. So this could actually be quite telling about us and our relationship. I can see the headlines mm. tomorrow saying that Lady B's high tea. Ends after one episode when the couple realise they don't know anything about each other. After so. 15 years. 15, is Just it? Just so you know. 15 long years. Arduous years. <sighs> okay. Let's see. So, question number one. What is my favourite food? Mm. Fish taco. Do enjoy a fish taco, actually. Pretty but, good. Mm, favorite, favorite, favorite. Probably ramen. Yeah, I do like a good. With a soft boiled egg. <sighs> soft egg. It's really... Oozy egg. <laughs> oh, God, don't say oozy <laughs> again. This podcast could be over very quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, I think probably a good. Oozy. Oh, God, stop it. Uh, I think a good solid ramen with uh, a not so solid egg yolk is probably the way to go. I think for you, probably a green papaya salad. Mm. Maybe some soft shell crab with that, I think. Quite a, quite a refined palate, haven't you? Mm. 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 Okay, so what is my favorite drink hmm probably black coffee yeah so drink about five before you go to work (laughs) actually it's three it's not that bad but full-time job four-year-old house to you know keep ticking over Mm. (laughs) (laughs) hey i vacuumed today thank you very much okay um, yeah, black coffee is something of um, a necessity, really. Ah, I just need to add that we do have another member of our family, which is our Breville coffee machine called Brenda. Brenda, everybody, round of applause for Brenda. Brenda, she, she's, yeah, it, this is all happening thanks she's to Brenda. She's daddy's best friend. Probably, yeah, probably the most... My most beloved member of the family. She's the daughter I never had. So Brenda the Breville coffee machine. Breville, not a sponsor of the show, but Breville, if you are listening in, um, please feel Brenda, free. Brenda, we love you. Please feel free to send through any um, of your, your latest brewing tech um, and we'll be happy to, to give it a little review. Yeah. If it wasn't, um, yeah, the morning beverage, then I suppose a good old local pale ale like uh, the golden ale from Boiling Pot at Noosa. Again, Boiling Pot, not a sponsor, but if you, you know, you're listening. Or Black Flag, even closer, Affinity Pale Ale. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. And um, although they can't put it on the, the can, it is gluten-free. So, you know, if you're a health nut it's a, you know, and, and you want to avoid that, that gluten. And the uh, tootin. <laughs> more gluten, more tootin. <laughs> um, then, yeah, it's a, it's a good option. For you, I think you're, you're a decaf flat white girl. 
yeah. for the for the sort of coffee morning breakfast. But tea is more your thing. Yeah, I do like yeah. a good green tea and a nettle tea. You you picked one up recently, actually, didn't you? That's um, caused quite a bit of amusement for us uh, here. It's a um, it's a. Am I, I hope I'm getting this right, but it's a dry twig tea. Is that? Uh, Yes. Yeah. So Nothing I, weird about that. I did realize I made an error today because obviously, yeah, this dry twig tea has become quite a staple um, for your morning routine. And I realized I mowed the lawn earlier and I threw the clippings away. <laughs> and I realized that if I'd have just maybe left them out or, you know, in the sun to dry out, you got yourself a free tea there. Chocolate tea. You got it. Yeah. A hell of a lot of tea. So I feel next time I'm doing some pruning. I'll be sure to just, you know, put that to one side and, and we'll we'll keep it for the tea cabinet for you. Yeah. I mean, times are hard. You know, tea's expensive. Everything's expensive right now. So anyway, you can make some savings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. What are my top five bands or musicians? Now, we should probably say that this changes quite frequently. So if you asked this question again in another few weeks' time, the answer could be very different. As of today, January 1st, 2024, one of my favorite top five bands or musicians. For your fighters? Yeah, I mean, they're never... Foo Fighters are just... Dave Grohl, just, just the man. If there's somebody in this world I'd like to sit down and just have a beer with and chat music, I think Dave Grohl's pretty up there. I may have just actually given you a clue for a, a question further down the list, but anyway. Mm. Um, sleep token? Sleep token. Yes. I'm quite impressed that you remembered the name as well, actually. I nearly didn't, but then yeah. the cogs were going. <laughs> yeah, um, sleep token. They're definitely doing the thing. The Beatles. Old classic, but it's always there. They pretty much just invented music, didn't they, really? And mm. it just it's just the soundtrack to everything. Yeah, it just reminds me of, like, family holidays when I was younger and mum and dad would have the cassettes in the car. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Ben Howard? Ben. Yeah. Uh, he's gone a little bit, like alternative a little too alternative recently but good old classics like old pine um yeah yeah you can't beat it conrad yeah amazing so yeah what's that that's four now Mm. the one more what do you reckon who's gonna who's gonna take the last spot deftones deftones yes soundtrack to my teenage years and um yeah just consistent just uh enjoy Pretty much everything they do. So, yeah. All right. What about mine? Yours. Well, I'm pretty sure Fat Freddy's Drop has got to be in there. Yep. Yep. Good party classic, eh? Yeah, yeah. Good Kiwi Brosie. <laughs> Fantastic uh, interpretation there. Um, so, yeah, Fat Freddy's. Ben Howard's probably in there for you as well. Yes. Lots of nodding going on. I'm going to go ahead and say The Weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Weekend. Um, Charlie Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can go a bit of, go a bit of Chaz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none of that busted nonsense. None of that busted lark. No. <laughs> no, okay. I think number five. Mr. Watermelon Sugar himself, Harry Styles. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to add to that? Uh, yep, that's it. Correct. <laughs> no? That's it. That's it. Okay, great. All right. Next question. What are my top five movies? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yep. Jim Carrey playing a serious role. Mm. Kate Winslet not playing a serious role. Mm. Bit of a bit of a mix up. And a Frenchman directing. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, moving on. Um, Into the Wild. Into the Wild. Yeah, based on a true story. Beautiful movie. Uh, what's his name? Emil Hirsch. Mm. Phenomenal in that movie. Very good. Um, La La Land. <sighs> Hate to admit it, but it's a very charming movie. Do enjoy La La Land. Very nice. Oh, it's got to be a Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Probably. Hal's Moving Castle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hal, definitely. And last one. Ooh, tricky. Um, Inception, perhaps. It is a really cool movie. Very cool concept. I did really enjoy is it. Is it your final one? <laughs> final answer. <laughs> Lock it in, Lady B. Lock it in. I'll go. Top I'll five. go. This is too much pressure. I'll t- I'll I'll go Inception. I'll take Inception. Don't frazzle under the pressure. <sighs> Gosh. Uh, <laughs> all right so your top five movies yeah what's mine my neighbor totoro jumping on that ghibli train jumping on that cat bus i think probably yours is probably la la land as well it has to be i love that movie yeah it's too nice mm-hmm. it's too enjoyable to watch too much fun and color yeah that's true and sing song I think you're also a uh, a fan of Into the Wild. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really go past that. Right. And then A Star is Born. Yes. Do you like singing along to that and shedding a tear? Yeah. And last one, just to sort of juxtapose some of those more serious ones, I think one of your favorite movies is Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it is. He's right. You can't beat Robin Williams, though, can you? No. Oh, bless. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! (laughs) Hello! She's on the list. All right, you made it. Who are the top three most influential people in my life? First, number one at the top would have to be. I Dave. gave you the answer. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. I gave you the answer earlier, yeah, really, didn't I? I'm cheating. Yeah. I am cheating. Yeah. Um, gotta be a surf dude. Kelly Slater. Yeah, Kelly Slater. He's just been at the top of the game for so long. He's like 50 now. Yeah, still going. Um, and then back to the classics, probably with um, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, great choice. Yeah, he's like eighty now. He's still doing live shows. Mm. Still playing some classics. What a guy! Uh, feel free to give us a call. Give us a call. <laughs> Give us a call, Paul. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, feel, feel free to come and be take a. Take us a, on tour. Yeah, take us on tour. And um, yeah, you can be a guest on Lady B's High Tea anytime. Mm-hmm. Okay, for you. For me. I feel probably Jamie Oliver is going to be one for you. Yep. Yep. Dude knows how to boil an egg. <laughs> Definitely. Like humble gentleman, that one. No, nah, he is good. Did good stuff with the school dinners and all that sort of thing, didn't he? Yeah, helps out the less fortunate as well. Yeah, with the fifteen initiative and all yeah. that. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, believes in people. Yeah, I think I'll count them as uh, as one. But uh, your mum and dad, definitely. Yeah. Taking you off traveling when you were young and always getting you to be involved in adventures and all that kind of thing. Basic living. Yeah. Not needing a lot to be happy. Yeah. Which is a, a nice, nice way to, uh, to live. Your third one. 
I think because you're so close is your sister. Yes, I just always remember I was finishing my chefing apprenticeship and um, she was traveling with her friends in New Zealand. They'd been to Thailand already. And I said to mum and dad, oh, I really want to do what they're doing. I want to be where my sister is. Um, And I remember mum saying, well, finish your apprenticeship and then go, go and meet them. Um, Yeah, and the, the main thing was that memory was um, my sister saying, yeah, I'm, I've got this job at the moment and I'm on the um, dolphin trips um, and we're filming dolphins and I'm getting paid. And I thought, right, I want to do that. And um, from then on, we just uh, had so many great travel experiences together. Amazing. Very lucky with that sister yes very lucky so she's been a big influence in my life that's just one um major major uh sort of turning point in wanting to travel um and her influencing me in that way but there's been many more but we can talk about them another time nice just I'm going to add at this point that you've made mine seem really shallow. I'm just like, yeah, rock stars <laughs> and surfers. And you're like, my beautiful family. <laughs> so, well, that's just really nice. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What is my favorite country that I have visited? Indonesia, Bali, I think. Oh, it's hard to. To think of somewhere other than Bali. Too many good times there. Too many good times. Good people, good food. Good smiles. Yeah, good waves. Good weather most of the time. Good massage. Yeah, can't go wrong. Yours. Yeah, what's mine? Your one. Feeling more of a South American vibe coming on here. And I think that probably Peru. One of your favorites. Yeah. Pretty cheap. Yep. There's good food again. Might have at one point accidentally, unwittingly, eaten guinea pig. On a stick? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just it was just sprawled out like some sort of medieval. Guinea pig. (laughs) Like some sort of medieval torture (laughs) method or something. It's been grilled. And it's just spread eagle on a stick. No. And corn on steroids. Corn, excuse me, corn <laughs> on steroids. Just, just to cover Gigantic off. Gigantic corn. Just to cover off the, uh, the guinea pig story, it was hidden in a stew or a soup or something like that. Yeah, so right. Uh, I'm not eating guinea pig on a <laughs> stick. <laughs> Weird. Um, but yeah, the corn on steroids. That's the the thing is though, corn just kind of you know goes straight through the stri- the system, doesn't it? So through yours, yeah. <laughs> so when it comes out the other end, a giant corn kernel, <laughs> just like pushing that thing out, <laughs> birthing a corn kernel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a guinea pig, which <laughs> which is worse. You sticking guinea pigs up your butt again? <laughs> Told you. Uh, yeah. Got to stop doing that. <laughs> no promises. All right. So in conclusion, mm-hmm. after talking about sticking guinea pigs up on bums, <laughs> you, you, Peru was your favorite. I think so. Yeah. I think Peru. Pretty okay. cool. Good. Good answer. Good answer. Okay, cool. What's my spirit animal? Lion. Lion. Yeah. Well, Leo the lion. Mm-hmm. And before anybody starts asking the question, I'm a Sagittarius, not a, not a Leo. Always the first question. Or what's it short for? What's Leo short for? It's just Leo. Are you friends with Leonardo DiCaprio? Dude's got an Oscar. Um, he wished he was. Yeah, I do wish I was friends with Leonardo DiCaprio. And the guy, he's like dating 20-year-olds, you know. Imagine the cast-offs you'd get if you were Leonardo DiCaprio's, like, friend mm-hmm. just like i'm done with this 21 year old model just be like hey trader I'm, in i'm also leo <laughs> what do you reckon 
And then they'd go, Madam, why are you running away? <laughs> Madam, why are the police here? Bloody <laughs> joking. Yeah, my spirit animal, lion. Yes. I have it tattooed on my arm as well. I have a lion tattooed on my arm. So, yeah, lion is definitely my spirit animal. I like to think, you know, I'm king of the king of the prairie. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. That's okay. That's right. Your spirit animal, well, seeing as you're apparently sticking them up your bum, guinea pig. <laughs> definitely not. Not a guinea pig. Okay. You'd probably be um, a, a slightly irate dash hound. <laughs> no? No. My sister once said uh, I was perhaps a possum. Yeah. I looked a bit like one. Yeah, that's it. You know, they're just... When we were in I... a cave in New Zealand and she could only see my eyes. <laughs> just, I love the fact that you started a story with we were in a cave in New Zealand. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear the rest of that story another time. Maybe another we'll, time. we'll put Too that long. on the agenda. Cave mm. story. Okay, possum. Yeah, you just sort of appear, you appear out of nowhere. Yeah. I can't keep you off my lawn. You're always just, you're just there. You leave droppings all over my <laughs> patio area. Is that, is that why you're a possum? Yeah, a bit sneaky, a bit cheeky. Sneaky, cheeky. All right, let's go possum. All right, next question. What's my guilty pleasure? Oh, well. What would I not want to admit to people that I actually quite enjoy? Um, coming downstairs in the morning, maybe 4 a.m. before the gym, and sitting on the toilet uh, for a good half an hour to allow your poo to gently <laughs> glide out. <laughs> So that is like corn on steroids I've been eating. <laughs> slide down the pan. That was such a graphic description and so <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> and I'm going to say, no, having a poo in the morning is not my guilty pleasure. Um, but being able to take half an hour to do it because not I'm not knocking on the door or Bert's not um, saying, Daddy, I need to brush my teeth. Can you wipe my bum? <laughs> She she has a couple of times just opened the door and I'm sat there, you know, on the toilet, you know, having my morning ablutions and she's like, oh, hi, daddy. Are you doing a poo? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. I'm doing a poo right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. And this is why he locks the door. Yeah. I've now, yeah, I've now started locking the door. <laughs> uh, whereas before, you know, we just had a knock, a knock policy. It's not adequate anymore. Now, we'll Bert, have to have signs up soon. Then, yeah. <laughs> I have to have one of those signs like they have in radio stations, like on air, you know, and a big red light flashes. Like, Daddy's having a poo. It's <laughs> up in red lights. If it's um, big Daddy's Bert passing or, a big one. <laughs> if it's Bert or I, in and out in a flash. Don't need a sign. Don't need to lock. Don't need to knock. Good for no you. No knocking. No locking. <laughs> Good for you on holding a world land speed record for pooping <laughs> and passing that skill on to your daughter. Congratulations. So it wasn't on that. that is back to No, uh, yeah, let's circle back around to the question. My guilty pleasure, what is it? Ah, I know. Hmm. Sniffing my undies. <laughs> right, that is a hundred percent getting edited out. No. That is not making the cut. Why on earth did you say something like that? <laughs> Oh okay. God. All right. Um, I think uh, Harry Styles, because you pretend to not like him, but then, yeah, I just know it. Yeah, I do really enjoy the music of Harry Styles. And I'd just like to point out what a fantastically good looking man he is as well. Like, Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just um, got the, uh, the boyish good looks, isn't he, really? Cute boy. Well, that sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a cute boy, isn't he? Hello, young man. 40-year-old. <laughs> yeah, boy. yeah, that's pretty weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. No less weird than a 39-year-old male saying it. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, Harry Styles it is. Harry Styles it is, yeah. In conclusion, Harry Styles is my guilty pleasure. What is mine? 
your guilty pleasure, I think, is watching trashy TV. (laughs) You you don't like to admit it, but you love a bit of, like, reality TV. MKR. Yeah, but, I mean, that's sort of, I suppose, mine as well. Like, uh, there's very few times in my life where I've been sat there going, oh, my God, oh, my God, he's going to burn that caramel. He's going to burn that caramel and getting really worked up about someone's souffle. But you <laughs> like the other stuff as well. Like you like. Um, oh, I loved Bachelor for a while. Yes. Bachelor and Bachelorette and all that nonsense. That is like the absolute bottom of the barrel. But you won't let me watch it. No. was one currently one tv in the house due to budget constraints and <laughs> so yeah it's absolute i will fight tooth and nail to ensure that we don't have the bachelor on there and also that it doesn't show up on because it's the tv's logged in as me uh it doesn't show up on my recently viewed yeah because i don't want the australian government thinking that i watch that tat because uh, it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you right now, okay? <laughs> Next question is, what underwear do I have on right now? Whoa. Mm. Bit racy. Mm. Episode one. This question. Ah. Probably Nobby's brand. Correct. And something like some ice lollies dripping or something. I uh, I will show you. Here we go. Uh, safe to do on, on a podcast. I've got astronauts oh, with rainbows on. Oh, yeah. Is it Nobbies? It is Nobbies. Yeah, they're Nobbies. Uh, yeah. Wow. Congratulations. And what about me? <sighs> well, I imagine you're probably wearing some... It's nearly time for bed, just going to say. Well... Yeah, I know what you were wearing because I was sniffing them earlier. Um, oh, God. Uh, you are wearing some apple catchers, no doubt, that would be Granny befitting undies. of a, Yeah, be befitting of an 80-year-old <laughs> <laughs> that uh, you probably purchased on special from Kmart. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with. I would love to say no, but it's a yes. <laughs> Comfort is what king, baby. What have they got on them, though? Uh, and how old are they? Oh, God. I dread to think how old they are. <laughs> um, I think on them, are they're dotted. They've got dots on. Um, Let's have a look. Smiling sloths. <laughs> what the? Smiling sloths with rosy cheeks. Oh, there's sloths. Can I just see those again, actually? Hang on. Mm, sure. I know you like them. Bit what? faded, bit baggy. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> just, I mean... Uh, bedtime. Bedtime. Yeah, bedtime well, undies. We shouldn't... Well, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll call it there, because, uh, yeah. Whoa. Getting pretty... Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, moving on. Next question is, what or who is my nemesis? Pooping in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. Doesn't like the public toilets. They're a bit dirty. Have, you've never been into. Smelly. You've never might been go into the ladies a men's. because <laughs> they might be a bit cleaner than the men's. You've never um, been into a men's public toilet. What about though, have drop you? toilet on the side of a road? Oh, yeah, I'll just go in. No, no, I can't go in there. I'll hold it. I'll cork it for <laughs> 24 hours rather than going in there. No, you've never been into a men's public toilet, so you don't know I the have, absolute actually. massacre scene I have. that's involved. Excuse me? By you've mistake. In- oh, yeah. Oh, hang on a second. Uh, I think, no, I just need to draw, dial triple zero and just make <laughs> sure that they get a confession out of you. What were you doing in a men's toilet? Quote, unquote, by uh, accident. The ladies You're not on had trial, a queue? but this is being recorded, by the way. The Sorry, ladies what? had a queue. The ladies had a queue. And I really need to go for a wee. Okay. And there was no men there, so I decided to pretend to be a man. Okay. Not really. I just went in the men's. You went in the men's toilet. Mm-hmm. 
because there was too big of a queue at the ladies' toilet. Yep. Okay, fair enough. But anyway, coming back, yes. It was fine. Pooping in public is just, honestly, I would, there are, there's a long list of things I'd rather do than have to drop my load in <laughs> a public toilet, right? So this reminds me of that time we were in Melbourne. I knew you were going to say that. Mm, yeah, so we went out the night before with a couple of friends and, yeah, we, we might have had a drink or two. Um, so the next morning, woke up and we just, yeah, not not feeling too fresh. I think I threw up in the park before. <laughs> <laughs> Tried not to throw up on my boot, my nice little suede boots. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah, we went and got a cup of coffee, which didn't stay with you for too long. Mm-mm. Anyway, we're walking back. While I was doing that, you went, found the public toilets. Oh, uh, uh, actually. On we Maccas. Were, we were walking back and uh, all of a sudden... Like it's like it hit me. It was like a gut punch. Like someone had punched me in the guts. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like I got to poop, and I got to poop right now. Like this is this is like this is a brown alert we're experiencing right now. And so the nearest place was turtles' heads popping out. <laughs> oh my god! No, like it wouldn't have been much of a turtle. It would have been more like a jellyfish, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not 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 a very solid sea creature is what a I'm getting at. Bat. Oh god! <laughs> and um, so the nearest place was uh, was McDonald's, and so I went in there, and yeah, I went to the men's toilet, and as usual, it was a it was an absolute it was like a scene out of Apocalypse Now. It was just dreadful. It was terrible. So I went to the women's one next door because I was like, oh. It's clean, brilliant, and then you went in a women's toilet. Why did you go in a women's <laughs> toilet? Because I just explained <laughs> the men's. Yeah, look like yeah, look like a scene out of out of a, a horror movie. So yeah, I went into the women's toilet, and you know there was, as you've already alluded to, I I, I take a little a little bit of time mm-hmm. when um when having my my little morning bit. ablutions. All right, <clears throat> and um. Uh, I was there so long, so, like someone, a <laughs> female, <laughs> was banging on the door. And um, yeah, so she's banging on the door and <laughs> English wasn't her first language. And she's there like, hey, hey, what's taking so long? We're like, what's going on in there? And I'm like, <laughs> if I answer, like using my normal <laughs> voice, then it's gonna, she's going to be like, there's a man in there. What a creep. So I just sort of went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just like that's... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just answered with mm-hmm, and yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. So, and then scuttled out. Well, I washed my hands, obviously. You said it wasn't f- me as you ran out. <laughs> <Had to fl- laughs> it wasn't me. Whew. Last chicken there. <laughs> my God. Talk about a Big Mac. <laughs> like I flushed probably about three or four times because, you know, it was double a- meatball sub. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. You know, I wanted I wanted to, to at least pay my respects to uh, to the ladies' toilets, and you know, not and leave it in a reasonable state, not like pebble dashed with my own <laughs> excrement. So I, I made sure it was clean, and I walk out, and this woman's like, I think she was Italian. She's just <laughs> like, "Hey, what's going on?" And this guy's there. There's, there's a guy stood next to her as well. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, like." Like, I wouldn't go in that toilet either. So another <laughs> man, like, yeah, he, he sided with me. So anyway, yeah, cool story. Took a little while to, for us to get to a full explanation of, yeah, my nemesis is pooping in public. So there we go. Mm-hmm. That's that story. We probably should have extended the warning at the start of this episode and uh, said something like, uh, warning, this episode contains a story about a bit of poo. Poo. So after that long story about poop. Length, lengthy story about a lengthy poo. Public pooping. <laughs> um, what's my nemesis? Your nemesis would be small talk, I think. Can't just... Yeah. Social events. You're too just, good at that. You're just like, nope, <laughs> not interested. <laughs> I try, I try, but sometimes, yeah. Yeah, small talk. It's, um... I just can't be bothered. Yeah. Just 
it's not like doesn't it, come naturally. No, That's it's not so. out of like lack of politeness no. or anything like that. It's just I don't really care about what you've got <laughs> to say. Yeah, if, yeah, I just don't. I just don't want to. Just don't do want to make small talk. Just don't want to do it. And it's that's not something I'm very good at, and I admit that, and I don't want to do it. That's fair enough. Okay. So I put you there. <laughs> yeah, I come in and save the day, don't it's I? very handy for that. Yeah. I, I normally come in and say, let me tell, me tell you about this time in Melbourne. <laughs> 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 My God, I, I was at the Macca's toilets? No. Mm, and then I'm like, mm, why did I bring him? <laughs> why does he always have to tell this story? Why do I have story? to be bad at small talk? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Last question that I've got on the list here is who is or who are my celebrity crushes? Um, Gotta be there. We watch her most nights. Nigella Lawson. Nigella Lawson. Oh my goodness. We were watching her make meringues the other Mm. night. She said firm peaks. And that was it for me. I was, I was done. <clears throat> yeah, that was it. Like finished. She, um, she can make anything though. She can make anything sound sexy. Yeah. She, um, she said receptacle. And I, I, I admit I had a raging semi at that point. <laughs> so yeah, definitely Nigella Lawson, I think. Comes down in a dress, silky dressing gown. Been, yeah, just cramming her face full of Cramming her face cake. with a sausage. <laughs> yeah, you know where this is going. Piece of chocolate. Cramming it with my sausage. So yeah. your celebrity crushes were, or celebrity crush would be, going to go with the Gosling, Mr. Ryan Gosling, I think. Again, just tracking back to, to La La Land, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that movie. Yeah. But, yeah, you can't go wrong with a bit of, bit of the gosling, really, can you? I don't think you can. I think he's just uh, a funny guy who seems like a lovely guy. He's cute. Yeah, you he could... can sing. He can play the piano. Yeah. He can earn lots of money. No, don't care about that. Um, yeah. Gosling. Done. Dusted. Mm. Any others? Any others? Bit of James Franco. Yeah, James Franco. Come to bed eyes. Oh, yeah, the eyes. Look out. Yeah. I mean. They're there, aren't they? Really, yeah, yeah. I think, I think if James Franco flashed me that, that look, I'd. Yeah, I'd probably mm. struggle to keep my hands off him. And for you, Jessica Alba as well. She's up there for your favourite. Yeah, she really is, hey. She's like, again, like she's like a bit of an entrepreneur, doing her own business. She's, you know, had some... Doing her business. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, damn it. Doing her business. <laughs> no. We need to move away from that kind of talk. We're two mm. mature individuals creating a podcast. The plan with every episode is to bring a question to the listeners to really get the grey matter kind of fired up and really stoke some intellectual conversation. We encourage you to sit around and discuss this with your friends and your family and what your thoughts are on the topic we present and maybe just drop us a comment or an email and give us your thoughts and your answers. So as we're encouraging a debate among the masses, this section has been aptly named Mass Debate. Okay, this episode's question is, how much money would it take for you to do a handstand and have diarrhea? What's, uh, I mean, it's a tricky maneuver to pull off anyway. So what if you can't do a handstand? Well, you know, there might be. Can you do it against the wall? Do it against the wall. There may be, you know, a support team there for you, but (laughs) it it will be, it will be, uh, initiated. It will be what, sorry? 
messy. Well, it will be messy. Can I just really quickly address how difficult it is to spell diarrhea? Diarrhea. Yeah, diarrhea. Nasty to have, and also nasty to spell. So, um, yeah, bit of a bit of a tricky one all round. That really isn't it. Mm. So I'm. Here's my thoughts. I'm imagining. You know, you talked about. You know, if you can't actually <clears throat> do a handstand, um, I'm imagining a, a sort of setup where, yeah, there's a support team, as it were. Maybe some straps. What are they strapping exactly? Uh. Could strap you to a tree or something to hold your legs up in the air. Yeah, you see, now you're already getting on to what I was going to kind of talk about, which is I feel like the whole setup for this would look like a modern mafia execution where there's a tarp on the floor, there's men standing around wearing tracksuits, face masks, and surgical gloves. And when, you know, the action, when the event starts to go down, Excuse the expression. (laughs) (laughs) What trickled down the legs. Oh, come on. They all, you know, kind of gather in a bit closer to where to where everything's kind of happening. So anyway, what what what's your price? Towards the bum. Towards the uh, the, let's let's just call it the event. The event, okay. (laughs) So what's your price, Lady B? How much would it take? How much money for you to do a handstand and have diarrhea? Um, I suppose around fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand Australian dollars. Yeah. Okay. But saying that, I'd probably do it for less than that. <laughs> how much less are we talking? How much? How much? Yeah. What's your price? Fifty grand. Twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand. Halved it already. Yeah. Wow. It's like a reverse auction. This. Because you could have a shower and wash yourself off. You could have a nice bubble bath if you wanted. You could get everyone to hose you down after. That's okay. That's the price of your dignity. Essentially, is twenty-five <laughs> grand. <laughs> You'd forever have to live with the memory of doing a handstand and having your own poop. <laughs> go down like but I'd have $25,000 imagine what you could do with that I don't know, that's like one trip to the grocery shop these days isn't uh, it? the <laughs> price of inflation that's like yeah that's a basket that's a basket of fruit and veg right there isn't it really? <laughs> I don't know what fruit and veg you're buying <laughs> <laughs> um, gold encrusted well okay so twenty $25,000 for you to do an assisted Handstand. Yeah. Yeah. Would have to be for me. And then diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Okay. What have I eaten? That's a good question, actually. What if you've, like, had curry or Mexican mm. the night before? That, that's a whole Spicy. different... Si- yeah, it's a whole different situation to if you've just been eating broccoli and carrots for 24 hours prior. What... Maybe we should expand the question, like, what's your, what's, your, what's your meal before? How do you prepare? How do you prepare for an event like this? Fast. You'd fast? Say <laughs> so you, you're going to do a handstand and then do lots of farts, do an in, like, lots of inverted farts, because there's going to be nothing in you. Yeah. There's going to be nothing. I feel that's cheating. I feel... It might just be a dribble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Imagine if it got in your ears. Oh, oh gosh! Uh, spicy ears. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. All right. Are you going to stick with twenty-five grand? Imagine if it was what I just had, which was a dragon fruit smoothie. Wow! You could turn pink. Magical. <laughs> like, what? What do you want? Like unicorns as well? Like mm. pink fluffy unicorns. People could then sprinkle you in fairy dust or rainbow glitter or something. Okay, this has gone way too far already. <laughs> like, this is this has gone into the realms of weird. This is going to be one of those corners of the internet that people just shouldn't go. Okay. All right. What about you? Me. Oh, gosh. I mean, drink a lot of coffee. So, you know, 
that keeps things uh that keeps the motor running let's put it that way and um handstand diarrhea there are witnesses you've got your support team there can you choose them or is it just got to be whoever's like neighbors or whatever (laughs) neighbors knock on the door excuse me we've got five Oh, I'm just doing Never this. Never said I'm hello doing this, to you before, but I'm just I'm just doing this thing for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heather said uh, Heather said fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you get to choose. Who would your support team be then? You get three. You get three in your support team. Um, who are you gonna have? Because like, if it's a relative, that's going to be pretty weird at Christmas, isn't it? When you just all sat around cutting into the turkey, and then you know. Uncle Jeff's like, yeah. Probably and the how lady. About that handstand? Probably the lady at the spa who does my waxing. She's seen it all. <laughs> yeah. She's seen it all. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe so. my doctor. The doctor. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, you know they'll have plenty of. Um, very understanding too. Very understanding. Yeah, you know they again seen it all and always generally got a set of you know rubber gloves, surgical gloves with them. Mm-hmm. As well as maybe some items to perhaps cleanse the area afterwards <laughs> and make sure it's all sanitary. Yeah. Okay. Um, and my partner. I don't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> do, I, do I get a choice? You mean it? I don't want to see you do a handstand and have diarrhea. To well. Till death us do part, <laughs> doing a handstand and having diarrhea I was, was never say, in the bit where I say I do, okay? I was going to say tough, S-H-I-T, but then that's a bit... It, it's not tough, no, that's <laughs> the whole point. That's a bit yeah. sloppy. Yeah, again, we've got ourselves a jellyfish situation. Yeah, my, my price, I think 50k is a, a fair price. Yeah, I think I think your first choice would have been better. Mm. I know times are tough and you know you do a lot of things for 25k, but I think 50k to do a handstand and have diarrhea. That's your Yeah, support team. I think I'm going to go with um with our GP as well. Mhm. You know, she's a very understanding lady, very uh very um experienced in you know bodies and bodily functions. Who else would I have there? Someone I trust implicitly. I don't know. Because, uh, yeah. Um, maybe just the GP. Maybe she can just hold my legs <laughs> <laughs> while I'm uh, getting down to business. 50K with the GP. There we go. Done. <laughs> So we're going to introduce another regular segment for Lady B's High Tea. It's another game. And this one was inspired by something I saw on the internet quite a while ago now. And it was just simply things you can say at the gym that you can also say in the bedroom. So, you know, it's things like, oh, I'm going to need a shower after this. Or I hope you're going to wipe that down when you're done with it. So stuff like that. And I thought, well, why not expand that? You could do that with a number of other scenarios or situations. This section is just simply going to be called things you can say in the bedroom. And this episode's scenario, because it's the new year, perhaps people are having a bit of a clear out, you know, new year, new me, um, and putting all their old junk up on Facebook Marketplace. So I thought, well, let's go with things you can say in the bedroom that you can also say on Facebook Marketplace. So I'll, I'll, I'll kick us off and I'm going to go with, that's not how that thing looked in the pictures. <laughs> Would you consider offers? What's your best price? Have you seen my other listings? <laughs> she calls that light wear and tear. Still available? Question mark. 
That's too far. Still got lots of life left in it. <laughs> Finish on an old Aussie classic. Tell him he's dreaming. Every episode we're going to try and uh, also bring um, a bit of uh, fresh, important news to the listeners of Lady B's High Tea. Really getting into the the issues uh, that have that have come up in the in the news over the over the last few weeks. So this is my my highlight from uh, from December. So this is the story of Nicholas Manning from Brisbane, who is now a Guinness World Record holder. So. Nicholas has apparently been training for six months to break this record. So a real, you know, he's really put in the time, uh, a real commitment to, to what he wanted to do. And um, Nicholas is now the proud holder of the record for putting on 10 pairs of underpants in 13.03 seconds. I mean, talk about kicking goals, talk about achievements. Thoughts, feelings, interpretations on that one, Lady B? I wonder what underpants they were. Good question. Hmm. Um, yes. Was he sponsored? Um, yeah. Maybe Nobby's Were they or... fun? Yeah, were they fun underpants? Were they... Melting ice lollipops, were they... Um, Did they have sloths on? Smiling sloths, Smiling rosy cheek sloths. Did they have parrots doing skydives on them? Did they have um, Practical sausage question. dogs swimming? Maybe. Practical question. As uh, each pair of underpants, were they... A size up from the previous pair. When you think about it, you know, adding oh, yeah. more underpants on top of underpants. Were they bigger than he would normally go for? So they slide on easier through when he puts his legs through the holes. There's a lot of factors to take into consideration here. So I, I feel that Nicholas has, has really put in the time and, and has achieved something really quite tremendous. Material, the material. Were they mm -hmm. cotton? Um, were they sort of, silk. you know, a blend? Yeah, silk. Because silk rip would easily. slide. They could rip as well. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, I never thought about the factors involved here. Not with that the... I know a lot about silk undies, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Polyester all the way for you, is it? or Cotton. cotton. Organic cotton. Organic slots. cotton. Okay, okay, fair enough. And another little bit of... Uh, Bit of news from uh, from the week as well from um, from the month actually is uh, a woman was caught and prosecuted by police for stealing calendars from a local unnamed news agents. Yeah, she got twelve months. We're just gonna talk about one last thing today and that is mental health and the new year just as a, a bit of an overarching theme mental health is something that we are going to be talking about through these episodes fairly frequently and uh, it's something that we're both very passionate about we've both had our own struggles in recent years and we've also witnessed others go through their own struggles too now, this is the time of year that people are looking to make fresh start and embrace that whole new year, new me ethos. Now, I, I think it's always a good thing to look at working on something or to engage in something new, whether that be a new hobby, a new activity, or some sort of new routine. The trap that I think so many people fall into is thinking that the results will come quickly and easily. And unfortunately, um, speaking from experience here, I'm sorry to say that that's not the case. Let's take the classic New Year's resolution example of starting to go to the gym. Unfortunately, a lot of the reading will tell you that you're going to need to put in 
at least 12 weeks of consistent committed work before you start to to see a difference. So that six pack is at least three months away, I'm afraid to say. Now, this approach needs to carry over to your mental health too. There needs to be 12 weeks of solid work applied before you'll start to see and feel some kind of difference. There are lots of mental health exercises that you can use to work towards that goal. Not all of these will work for you, but if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're likely doing so on a device that has access to a lot of resources. And the fantastic thing is that many of those resources are completely free. They're not going to cost you a cent. There will be some trial and error involved, but stick at it. And in 12 weeks, you'll be grateful that you put the work in. Just a few examples of things you can be doing to help with your mental health on a regular basis are things like journaling, meditation, getting out in nature. Try to remember that the year is 52 weeks long. So when we get to December 31st of this year, that's the time to look back and see what you've achieved. We wish you the best of luck with 2024. And remember, if you or anybody around you are going through mental health difficulties, please seek the help of a professional. Consult your GP for a referral, or if you need more immediate assistance, hop onto Google and find out what services are provided in your area. Take care and Happy New Year.